From WRL News and the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network, this is your Coronavirus North Carolina News Brief for Wednesday, December 9th. I'm Gerald Owens. Within six weeks, North Carolina could run out of hospital beds if coronavirus trends continue moving at the rate they are now. This is why Governor Cooper announced tougher measures on Tuesday. North Carolina's modified stay-at-home order requires restaurants, bars, personal care businesses, and most retailers to close shop by 10 p.m. and not open again until 5 a.m. That takes effect on Friday. UNC infectious disease specialist Dr. Lisa Grolinski spoke with me about the new order and the added pressure on North Carolina's hospitals. Let's start with the curfew from 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. It is a step, but is it enough? I honestly would like to see something more than this. I think a lot of partial measures that extend for a long period of time are in the end kind of more devastating to our economy and to the mental health of the community. Uh, But that's my point of view as a virologist who sees this outbreak and pandemic in a very different light than a lot of people, but I would like more. Now, the vaccine rollout is going to be gradual. We're going to see healthcare professionals getting it first, people in, in nursing homes and things like that. But realistically, how excited should we be that we have at least two, if not three, really good vaccine candidates? We should be incredibly excited and then work on our patients because even as a virologist who works with this in a laboratory, you know, at high concentrations on a pretty much daily basis, I will not be in group one. I should not be in group one. Um, It's going to be a long time until most of us get this vaccine, but there's a light at the end of the tunnel. And I think at this point in a very difficult year, just having a little bit of hope is really helpful. I think we were all shocked to see 6,000 plus cases over the weekend last Saturday and Sunday. What was your reaction to that and what do you think is the basis for it? I was really appalled and horrified. Honestly, I didn't think we would get to those numbers until later this week. That was earlier than I was thinking. I knew we would have a bounce back following Thanksgiving just because there was less reporting over the holidays, fewer people getting tested, uh, and then we would kind of recover, average out that low. You know, I think we're starting to get a little bit of the post Thanksgiving bounce that we were all worried about, but we're not fully into that yet. And Dr. Cohen went into that some this afternoon in the press conference. Uh, these numbers are really bad. There's a lot of virus circulating in our communities. It's not just one or two towns having a real struggle. It's everywhere. And you know, these smaller gatherings that people want to have, you feel safe with just a few friends or maybe one more group or some family members. And it turns out it's really not safe. Are we seeing exponential spread here? And could we actually reach a point where even a vaccine can't slow it down? I mean, eventually a vaccine will be able to slow it down no matter what, but it's how long that takes. Um, You know, if there's less virus in the community, we don't have to worry about as much spread and a vaccine can be more effective more quickly. You know, right now we're those 6,000 cases over the weekend, that's kind of looking like exponential growth, and that's quite worrisome. I'm very curious to see what the next couple of days are going to be like. We're in kind of the post-weekend lull right now. Thursday, Friday, that's really what I'm looking for. From your perspective, how are things in the hospitals? I mean, we saw the report warning capacity could be reached within six weeks based on current trends. Friends I have who work in hospitals in different capacities, they're all really stressed and worried. And honestly, I was in Duke Hospital two weeks ago for a procedure, and all of the staff I interacted with there were really stressed, worried. You know, floors are being taken over by COVID patients. 
you know, people have masks, but they know there's a lot of virus around and they're very worried about getting sick themselves and they're worried about taking it home to their families. Your message to people who are saying, okay, we have vaccines out there. I can kind of, kind of lay back and do my thing and not worry about all the face coverings and social distancing. No, <laughs> sorry, we're not there yet. You know, maybe in 12, 18 months, we'll be in a totally different place. But initially, we don't know if these vaccines stop transmission. We know that they do a fantastic job at keeping you from getting sick and keeping you from getting severely sick. But there could be an asymptomatic infection happening there, you know, just a little bit of virus going on up in your nose, the upper respiratory tract, you could still be able to transmit and pass it on to other people. So like, you know, I might be in group two, my husband is almost definitely going to be in group four, I will continue to mask to keep him safe to keep other people safe, even after I've been vaccinated. All right, so the cavalry is here, just don't let your guard down yet. Absolutely. All right, Dr. Lisa Golinski, thank you so much for being with us. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thursday night, we're answering your vaccine questions in a special edition of our seven o'clock news. We'll be joined by vaccine experts as the FDA takes on Pfizer's emergency use authorization case. I'm Gerald Owens. Thank you for listening.